Good morning, y'all. 4.31 a.m. February 27th, Sunday, 2022. So, um, briefly, I want to discuss a couple experiences. This will be um, my second video to the first experience I've had. In BDSM and King, bitches! Yes, I'm sorry. I'm excited. Um, if you don't know what BDSM is, if you, you know, if you're not, if you don't know what any of that is, um, kinks or fetishes and things like that, then you probably shouldn't be listening to this because you're probably too fucking young to know what the fuck is what. So, get off of here. Go listen to, um... Go listen to my It, my It the Clown commentary review. Go listen to that. You'll like that. So, um, I came up with a title for myself, and it is a sensual sadist. Sensual because... Essentially, because I'm a woman, and I'm not only a woman who is feminine, but who can also be masculine and very soft at the same time and pretty. Um, sensual, because. If you're trying to get somebody in the mood, in the mood, <laughs> then you have to put on a certain kind of air, a certain kind of essence. Sensual. Not everything that is extreme has to be, has to be presented in a, an extreme way. They say, but sadistic, you know, sadism is is this and is that. Yeah, is is this and is that, but at the same time, how can you make something extreme be sexy? Sadism. I say sadism because the 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 acts or the roles, or the, I want to say task, because I'm not necessarily given a, given a task myself, I am the one given the task, and they can be extreme, sadism, <laughs> that's probably a horrible ass, um, description of whatever the fuck I'm trying to talk about. <laughs> I trust you, trust you me. I had this full interview type deal. I really just had this full interview type deal with me and myself. And I sat there at work and I did the whole, like talked it out. I did the whole thing. I'm like, bet, I'm about to get in the car and I'm gonna record this and then boom. And now I get in the car. This is my third time trying to do this is my third time trying to do this shit. You feel me? It's my third time. Oh. 
<laughs> I deleted the first one, deleted the second one. This is the third one. We are gonna see if I can make this one stick. God damn it! Me exploring, um, me doing more exploring into BDSM is not only for gratification, it's really not. What I've realized is for a lot of people who are into extreme type of kinks and stuff like that, um, or just, you know, kinks and fetishes, period. Anything, anything is a kink, basically, if it's not just regular vanilla type of relationship. So a kink can be a polyamorous relationship. A kink can be having a threesome. Um, a kink can be um, having a woman step on your balls in spiky black heels. Um, a kink can be having a man, you know, with the collar on, with the leash, and he's in a cage, you feel me? And he's eating out of a dog bowl, and, you know, he's, he's doing a lot of shit, you know? A lot of things. But notice how some of the kinks are a little more extremer than others. Some kinks, there may be some type of actual sexual action. In others, there is no sexual action. You feel me? There there might be somebody just, you know, just want to get their butt spanked. The other person ain't, ain't getting naked or doing nothing else. I'm giving you examples. I'm not saying any of this stuff is um, what I'm into. So... Please, don't be an asshole and assume. Anything that is not regular, vanilla type of average everyday will be considered a kink or a fetish. So if you're in a vanilla relationship, your relationship would look like you are 100% monogamous. There are no threesomes. You don't want to go to no naked resort. You, uh, you know, you only have missionary sex. You know, you don't give or receive any, um, any southern any southern treats if you know what I mean any southern treats (laughs) you don't receive any southern treats you know vanilla sex is very very dry and not dry well could be but not I don't want to say dry like (sighs) we're not even gonna go there it's just regular it's just regular a regular one-on-one man female um we only have this type of relations like this we don't do this 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 you feel me i'm not interested in this this this, you know 
And there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. But what people need to realize, there's nothing wrong with having a kink or a fetish. A fetish is something that um, they say you can't live without. It's something that you just really have to have so you can be able to to get through the day or get through the week or get through the month. You know, it's it's something that is a, is a consistent thing for you. A kink is just, say, just something that you, you know, just like something that you like a lot or something like that oh you like you like getting um you like getting fucking blowjobs or something and that's really your your only thing that could be just a kink for you you feel me but i'm giving you examples of stuff um that's why i keep saying both of the words kink and fetish because they're not necessarily the same thing they're different there's like levels um so yeah vanilla people that's fine if you are a vanilla individual and that's what you like but i again i do want to kind of bring it to light that a lot of people when they when they get into the kinks and stuff i think i already said this because i didn't delete it and restarted the damn the damn podcast so many fucking times i don't even remember what i said um but it's really because they have deep-seated, I don't want to even say issues, it's deep-seated, um, deep-seated paperwork that they got, they got to get through. Deep-seated paperwork. We're going we gonna to use that. They got deep-seated paperwork that they got to get through. I'm talking about paperwork from back when they was kids. And so we're not talking about literal paperwork. We're talking about spiritual, mental issues physical issues traumas dramas something that was so so major in that person's life that that now they want or need a specific type of something for them to have some type of gratification and if you're talking about kinks and fetishes, some type of sexual gratification. So it's like, okay, so why do I like this? Why do I like that? You really have to sit down and you have to look. And honestly, it won't be hard to figure out why people like certain things. If a child is consistently neglected or if the child is consistently burned or something, let's say, let's say it's a, a little kid, little, little Jimmy, he laying on the bed, you feel me? And his mom come in the room and tie his ass up. Mom come in the room, tie both his arms up to the bedpost, tie both his legs to the bedpost. You know, Jimmy's a kid. Jimmy is like, yo. And mom just... I ain't say what mom did yet. Chill. Mom take candles and she start pouring the wax on Jimmy. Why is she doing this? 
I don't know. Because it's something that's going on with the mom. And now what she's doing is she's she's letting that same thing that fucked her up as a kid carry on to fuck up her son. So now just because something happened to her when she was a child, whether it be somebody poured wax on her, maybe she poured, was pouring wax on herself, or I don't know what she was doing. But it affected her in such a way that now she's putting that same energy on someone else to carry. So now Jimmy is going to grow up. And now for him to get off sexually, he, he equates... He, he says, okay, so a bed, sex, women, candles, wax, being tied up. All right, let's go. You mixing all type of different ingredients, you feel me? Some of them, you know, cool, they supposed to be there. And some of them, Some, some of them, somebody just threw in. Somebody just threw random ass ingredients. They 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 do they threw a fucking ship in your soup bowl. They threw headlights in your soup bowl. They threw fucking rocks in the soup bowl. When it's supposed to be carrots, vegetables, motherfucking beef, broth. It's supposed to be all of that. But they but they throwing objects like candles so basically when people have these kinks and these fetishes it's, it's really stemming from some type of trauma and it don't always have to be sexual trauma it can be you know there's different ways and different types of trauma a woman could have gotten to a car crash and she showed, she's so shooken up now she she gotta she feel like she need to I don't fucking know do something to where it it affects her I don't know I didn't lost it I lost that one <laughs> I had it in my head boy it was gonna be good I had the analogy I had it in my head and it was gonna be good and then it it just went away it said nah not today try again next time. <laughs> So really, when you are able to sit down with yourself, that's why I really don't want... Well, I don't know if kids should be listening to this. No, kids shouldn't, definitely shouldn't be listening to this. Kids, kids. But then you'll be like, well, man, well, should the teenagers be listening to this? Because a lot of the times what I've realized, well, what I've noticed is something will happen when they're a child. And then come teenage time, they would have needed to hear, you know, needed to hear something like this. But of course they didn't. So now they are very unclear and unsure of what happened to them as a child. And now how it makes them feel physically. Because they're passing down a feeling to you. They're passing down a feeling 
to you that a lot of the times and I keep saying a lot when it's when it's the majority is it's the majority <laughs> they passing down the feeling to you and so when you get older or shit not even when you get older sometimes it, it be right off the bat you start looking and searching for that same feeling that you felt when you were being abused. And not even because maybe it feels good, and sometimes, yeah, of course, but because you find it comforting. There's a comfort that goes along with that abuse. Which is why when things like that happen to kids and they grow up with these wild ass fetishes and stuff, um, you just gotta see what was going on. What was going on? And it don't have to be anything extreme could have happened. And again, you don't even say that you don't even have to be a child when some shit happened and you you formed into someone that won X, Y, and Z now instantly because of um, because of something that shaped it or helped guide you into that direction. But with the fetish and the kink again majority of the times it does come with okay now you need to figure out why this does it for you why and 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 figuring out why a certain thing that gives you gratification um you'll be kind of figuring out a piece of the past. Figuring... What was that? Figuring out... In what way, shape... Ugh, I said that all backwards. In what shape, way, or form can you find a way to grow from it so you're not consistently searching for the abuse basically searching for that same feeling you felt when you was a kid when say you was getting that candle wax poured on you every Wednesday (laughs) and I'm just using this as a motherfucking example (laughs) so now every Thursday you've been getting candle wax poured on you poured on you you know and now it starts to feel good to you and you grow up and to be a grown ass man and now you want motherfuckers to pour candle wax on you that's the only way you gonna be able to get gratification from uh having sex (laughs) 
You feel me? I, and I'm not saying that everybody who's had some form of abuse or anything happen to them, whether it be physical, mental, spiritual, uh, sexual abuse, any of that, whether it be any type of abuse, whether you, you know, any type of abuse. Not saying that all of them, those people who've been abused, have a crazy kink or have a kink or are not vanilla. Because again, there's hella people on this planet, so of course they are. They're vanilla. They may have been abused, but that didn't lead them to try to search for for that that feeling that was passed on to them so with these kinks and with these fetishes um, I feel like if you're able to be real honest with yourself and if you're able to if you're able to open up to someone, because I mean, really, I don't know. You may not want to tell all your business, and I, you shouldn't. So, but if you want to tell someone, um, that means you are learning so much more about yourself. And the thing is, though, if you learning more about yourself, I'm really hoping that it's to not just not just continuously try to search for that feeling because you like this because of that, but because now you want to be able to change that and and make it work in your favor, which is. Um, which is why I like that. You know, I like certain things. Um, I like BDSM, yes, because it's... And I said this on the, the last episode. The episode before last, actually. Um, that it is a power source and a power exchange and for someone who is healing a child and that child is none other than myself healing some shit that popped off when I was a kid and you've over the years it's always been something that's been there. And you want to be able to utilize that and not just keep it there. And not just feel bad about it, you know. And not even to feel mad about it. But to take that shit and to utilize it and to turn it into something that empowers me. Kind of fills me up. And then on top of that, it's what the other person needs for them to fill themselves up. 
I'm just hoping we filling ourselves up for the right reasons. And please don't take filling ourselves up so literally. Because again, if you were listening to the first couple minutes, not everything is about um, sex. Yes, it comes from a sexual place. Of course it does. Of course it does. Because the world is sick and twisted. And that's, that's, that's just being all the way real. But in that, there needs to be some understanding to why there is something that's sick and twisted for you. And take control of it. see fit for you I mean as long as you ain't hurting nobody you feel me of course me and you you BDSM whatever whatever you whooping people you smacking people you doing this you doing that but don't take it to the stream and do no extra shit like now you you chopping off this and you do it no no cause then BDSM and sadism and all this and that is gonna turn into something else and which is why I don't say I'm a, a, a um, I forgot the word. What a sadist? Because honestly, I was I was thinking about words, word play or whatever. So they would say like mistress, blah blah blah, or empress, blah blah blah, goddess, blah 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 just the whatevers and I'm like hmm I don't know I, I need something that actually that actually it says something because the things that the things that are going on could be called sadistic. And I want people to kind of, when they hear words, don't instantly go to your head and be searching in the the typical non, I didn't do my own research, so I really don't know what is what. So now I'm thinking this is that and that and this, and really it's something totally different. Sadism, I say sadism simply because some of the requests could be extreme. Does it give me joy? Or does it make me happy? It doesn't, the thing is, it doesn't make me happy and it doesn't give me joy you obviously wasn't listening earlier i said what it is is a power exchange and it and it gives me simply it gives you your power back now don't be literal oh it gives you your power back you gonna fly now what the fuck no 
what it does is it's kind of a boost it's a release without even having sex it's more so like a mental a mental um, a mental act it's really more mental than anything I mean, yes, you can say physical, but you really have to put yourself in a space to where you can even be um, physical. And I'm not talking about having sex. <laughs> a lot of it is really in your head. And if it's in your head, it's in your heart. And that's the shit that you need to figure out. Why it led you here. Your A led to that B. If it wasn't because of that, you probably wouldn't be into this. One of those type things. And I feel like... Me personally, I feel like actually doing some research on the things that I'm into and actually breaking things down, it makes sense. I mean, but that's a part of the healing and that's a part of the learning yourself even more. Because a lot, it's, it's, ugh. There's a reason. There's a reason. It's just like there's a reason why, you feel me, a man, he grew up seeing his daddy hit on his mama, hit on his mama. That's all he's seen. So guess what? He grew up. And he start hitting on his wife, hitting on his wife like he's saying. And he don't think nothing of it because, of, because why? Because he don't know any better. He literally doesn't know any better. That's all he's seeing. So now he's passing down that same feeling. That same action. Because it was instilled in him. It's there. It's just there. Now, instead of him beating on his wife, he could find another way to cope and deal with it and get over it. Not even necessarily get over it, because I feel like in certain situations, some things you can't get over. But you gotta be like, yo, you know, that's something that happened and I can't do nothing about it. So why sit there and bitch? Why sit there and completely feel like a victim or feel like it's something, I don't know. It's something that's gonna hold you back, which it shouldn't. 
And if it does, figuring out a kink for you could be a dominatrix or a mommy dom or a fucking whatever else they got. So you can figure out how to take some of that aggression and let it let it leave you. Let it leave you. Take some things out so you can you can take that situation out. You can flip that situation and turn it into something else. It doesn't have to necessarily you're gonna turn it into a kink, but turn it into something to where it's not what it what it was before. It needs to be something new. Something transformed. Something transformed. I think we gonna end it there, y'all. Um, have an open mind. Have an open heart. And a lot for a lot of people, that's hard to have an open heart. Shit, both of them could be hard to having an open mind and having an open heart. Not everything has to be a green light for you. Not everything has to be a red light for you. Sometimes you will have to stop at the fucking yellow so you can figure your way through. When getting into when getting into this, you know, I was I wasn't as nervous as I thought I was gonna be. But it was I felt kind of silly in certain cases because I fell out of my um of my own arm. I feel like I jump into a different body. Call it the on off. <laughs> Basically, what I'm saying is everything takes time, patience, practice, and learning. Just like healing.